Well, Fawn, what'd you do for July 4th? I went with Bonnie Lash and Robbie to one of their friends, and we watched the fireworks, had some barbecue, hung out with a bunch of NBs on the porch. NBs? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. The NBs at one point, like, all were on the porch with the dogs, and there was, like, (laughs) two cis people out there and, like, five NBs. It was iconic. Cis is a slur now, don't you know? It should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. <laughs> Flapjack! <laughs> we, we just took two weeks off and we completely forgot how to pod. <laughs> I have my like, I have a whole list of intros. <laughs> Fun, yeah, nice. <laughs> okay, so here we are. What are we doing? Camp Wanakiki, uh, season five, episode three is what we're talking about today. Um, we got a little behind. I, I mean, I think at the end of Pride Month, there were just a shit ton of gigs and yeah. a million things going on. So it's so hard to make schedules happen. Well, like, so how did Pride Month go for you? It was good. It was like the end of Pride Month was chaotic as fuck. Cause like yeah. the beginning was pretty chill. It was like, I did Pride on the Plains with you hosting mm-hmm. it. Then we did bingo together. And then bingo yeah. was... I think the first week that it was like the chaos week because it was bingo. Then I did the viewing party with you. Mm. And then I had the thing at black market for take with oh, house yeah. of God X. And then the next week was three shows in two days, which Ooh. was like, what was that? Start on brunch, high wire brunch, then Queens park show. But you forgot about, didn't you have one that night? The yeah, night the, of the stardom? No. Oh, it, was it, three ju- shows. it just ended up being three in one weekend. Wow. Yeah. But still, that's insane. I was exhausted. That's going to be me this weekend. Um, I mean, we have family-friendly drag show. I also have like a, a private booking going on that afternoon. So I'm like oh. doing two shows. Yeah. it's. I'm very excited. I'm going to be like... Um, I don't know if I can even say yet. Actually, let me wait until next week because I, I believe it's a surprise for what this gig is. So I don't want to like spoil it uh, if someone is, does happen to be listening. Um, so I have that. And then also I have Cam's Sunday Funday Brunch this Sunday as well. At Monday Night Brewing. At Monday Night Brewing. Nice. Not Sunday Night Brewing and not on Sunday night. But on Sunday, Sunday during the day. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon at Monday Night Brewing. Yeah. Not on Tuesday. Not on Wednesday. No, it's on Sunday at Monday. Is that clear? Do you think that's clear enough for our listeners? I don't know if it is. <laughs> Just kidding. Everyone look for our plugs and the links in the description of this episode. But yeah, Pride Month. I don't know. I feel like for me, the chaos was at the beginning and then it kind of chilled out. I mean, we had the high wire brunch at the end, which was yeah. uh, which is great. Um, but I don't know. The, having the Camp on Kiki viewing parties... I, I love it. Like it's it's a really nice weekly thing to me and it just it happens on Thursdays. It just I don't know. It just seems to go really well. I love that flow of it. Um 
it, I don't know. It, it makes me reset and kind of get in the motion for the weekend. Um, so yeah, I'm just excited that's going on. Yeah, like for me, July right now, I have three total gigs for the month, whereas I think I had like seven total for June. So this is like... Wait, you have how many this month? Three. Three versus seven. Oh, I think it's flipped for me. I think I am I have like this weekend's crazy and next weekend I'm pretty... Oh yeah, I'm going to Toledo with Cam. Cam. If, like to work with Deja at the Toledo Pride. So Deja Di Dilatero. Yes. Who I'm very excited to get to see again. Is um, that going to be after Riley is here? Yes. So Riley is going to be here for the uh, Camp Kiki viewing party next week. As uh, well as the bingo yes, at Highwire Brewing. High Brewing. And then like when I was working with him to figure out how his, his transportation was going to work, we are going to fly him in. And then I was like, wait, can I just drive you home? <laughs> like I'm to Columbus, like I'm going to be going that way anyway. So yeah, Riley and Cam and I are going to have a road trip together up to Columbus and then Cam and I are going to go do some gigs. In That'll Toledo. be cute. Yeah. And I just hope we can make it back in time because I'm very excited for this upcoming drag night at the Nick. Yes, mm-hmm. because Terra Ryzen is coming out of retirement. Yes. That is, in particular, what I'm really excited to get I to am see. So excited. I just, I, I'm praying, and I'm an atheist, so you know it really means something. Like, I really hope that I there's no traffic or anything. I can make it back in time because I really want to see that. Because um, Terra's been coming to a lot of our gigs, and she came to yeah. our one woman show. She came to the the roast. Yeah, I love Terra. Yeah. I mean, you were around for her, like, time, right? Yeah. Like, when I was starting drag was when she was, like, in her getting banned from the Quest days because (laughs) she was spreading mayonnaise all over herself on the Quest stage (laughs) or because she did an abortion on the Quest stage. And then she, like, kind of hit, like, this moment where she was even getting booked at Al's. Yeah. Tara. I love Tara. Yeah. I'm glad she's coming back. Um, Yeah. I'm very excited to see it. Um, I bet she would be a really fun podcast guest. Yeah. I I wonder if she would do it. Um, Okay. Well, what about 4th of July? Did you get to do anything? Oh, wait. We already talked about that. No. I didn't tell you what I did, though. No. That's why. Okay. So... My mine and Danny, one of mine and Danny's first dates was going tubing at this like super redneck place over like close to Montevallo. And Danny really wanted to go back. So we were going to have like a day with my kids. So it was going to be Wimona, Jay Wiles and Green. And we were all going to get the partners and I'll go tubing together. Um, unfortunately, Wimona got sick. So it ended up being like myself, Danny, Green and their partner. And we still had a really great time. Um, I got sunburnt like to a crisp though like it is so bad like literally my entire body and i wore like my speedo so it is like almost my entire body is wow it's very very bless Uh uh-huh yeah but i it's so fun to get to tube like i always i saw a snake i haven't been there was a water in a minute i need to get in the water there was a snake a snake a snake yes like i was actually shook because even in my days in like boy scouts and stuff like i never saw a real life snake. I remember like we've seen snakes around our house because I live in Macala. Um but wait, wasn't he in Home Alone? Macaulay Culkin Macaulay Culkin. Um <laughs> and I like I remember going like kayaking with my dad and I think I've like gone or canoeing with dad and we saw a snake. I need to go back kayaking. I have a kayak and I need to use it. Oh, that's fun. But also something I forgot about that happened on the 4th. I like told my parents about Mark, I think. Oh, okay. So like 
this entire weekend, Friday through Sunday, I was helping my sister with her new house because we were like painting and redoing the floors and all that fun stuff because she just got a house because she's been living with my parents. Yeah. Um, and like Mark and I have been talking about moving in together for a while because I'm still with my parents. And do it. My parents were like, So what are you gonna do after Heather moves out? Because my parents are also gonna be moving closer to her because oh. it's like a 35 minute drive from downtown 45 minute drive from where we currently live yeah and they want to be close to the grandkids mm-hmm. um and i was just like i'm not moving out there and yeah. they were like so what are you gonna do and i was like get somewhere closer to birmingham and they were mm-hmm. like are you gonna have a roommate and i was like yes and they were like who is it and i was like one of our friends mark and they were like is that somebody that you like have a relationship with this was my dad having this conversation yeah. because mom was quiet for all of it because she doesn't doesn't deal no um and i was like yeah and he was like oh okay how long have you known each other and like we've known each other for a year and a half but i just rounded up to two years and then was like so what does um he do because i didn't we didn't get into the non-binary thing yeah um we haven't even gotten into the non-binary thing about me no same it's one of those Um, things where it's like i we we're we're taking baby steps we'll get there when we get there you know what i mean but like at least dad like asked what like job mark does and like had some interest yeah well that's good i'm They've glad never known about anybody that i've dated i'm glad that they are, care enough to at least hear what they will hear and what they're comfortable to hear i think it's that's a, taken step. a long time to yeah. get here i've been in a three-year relationship they didn't know about a two-year relationship they didn't know about yeah I mean, do you think that they would let or they would invite Mark to like family get togethers and stuff? I don't know. Anytime soon? I don't know. I think my grandmother would be chill with it. Maybe just ask. Maybe just start with like mom and dad. I want you to meet my partner. I think that's probably where it'll start. Yeah. We'll see if it starts before the move in or after the move in. Mm. We really need to like start looking for places. Yeah. Well, nice yeah that's awesome i'm very happy for you the first time my parents have heard about somebody that i'm dating yeah that's really they special. never ask because like my parents are very much like they don't ask like they know i do drag. don't ask don't tell they know i do drag but we don't talk about it my mm-hmm. dad's asked me about drag once and it was kind of funny because he was like do you still do that dress you're still dressing up? <laughs> <laughs> yes i do yes i do dress up uh well i'm i'm glad that, that progress is happening that is nice. And I hope that, um, I hope it only continues. I don't know. I kind of had a weird thing happen earlier, like where like this summer, actually like last week where my mom and dad like told me that they were going to the beach, you know, Mm -hmm. but it was like, my mom said, Hey, dad and I are going to the beach. And I was like, okay, cool. Like you should know, like, like I should know in a, at the end of the month, they'll be like out of town or whatever. I think that's a totally reasonable thing to tell people. But then, like, when they got back, they, like, posted these photos of the family trip, and it was, like, my brother and his wife and my nephew were there, and I w- they, like, tagged me in it, and it was, like, the only regret was we miss having Clay, <laughs> like, on the trip, and I was, like... So, it was, like, they told you, but they didn't invite you. Well, I don't think they did, and I keep wondering, like, am I reading too much into this? Like, did I miss an invite? Because I really don't remember being told... 
hey, or being asked, like, do you want to come? We're all going together. It could have also been that Southernism of like, we're going to the beach and that's your invitation. Yeah. See, that's what I wondered too. But like, Southern family, Southern, especially if you were Southern Baptist, yeah. there's yeah. a certain thing that Southern Baptist families are like that. Right. They'll tell you about something and that's your invitation and not ask you. And I'm like, I need it. I need a question. Uh-huh. Yeah. I need to know I'm invited, especially like with kind of the, the climate in which my partner and I like in, in the climate in which our relationship is with you. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're already not really being authentically ourselves when we're around you. Like, <laughs> so right. you, I need you to be clear on what you're wanting from me. Right. So, yeah, but I'm, and I'm, I'm still trying to decide on like how hurt I am by it. <laughs> Cause it's like, am, am I hurt? Am I supposed to be, am I overthinking this? I don't know. Would I have even gone? I probably would have been like, oh, sorry, I have to do whatever. You know? Oh, I didn't go with my family when so, they went. Yeah. Most recently. Like, they literally just got back, like, last week or the week before. Oh, okay. Do you normally go? Usually. This year, I did not because I didn't think I had enough vacation time to go. But apparently, I still have, like, two weeks of vacation that I didn't know that I had. And I don't know how I have it. So, we're not going to complain about it and just say, thank the Lord. Yeah. I mean, just save it, you know, Yeah. then you can use that two weeks. Because I thought I had one week and I had two weeks. That's amazing. Do you know how much time um, that equals to? Enough time to film Camp on a Kiki season six. Yeah. (laughs) Are you going to audition? Or it gives me enough time to like do a pageant. (laughs) Prep for a pageant. You don't need to take two weeks off of work to prep for a pageant. But I might here and there. True. I've been like to go down to the pageant. Fair. Because I'll have to go out of state for the prelim. But I don't think you have to use two weeks. If I need to go to another state to get a fitting for a... Fair. I um, mean, I'm sure there are long and drawn out ways you could use two weeks <laughs> of vacation in a lot of different ways. I anyway. also just like to have vacation time in case I get sick. Do you not get sick time? No. Oh. I still okay. have like 90 hours of um vacation time and that's after using 10 hours for this past monday and last thursday i was off from thursday to tuesday oh that's so nice day weekend oh my god see at the where i work we only got tuesday off for july 4th so it was like we came in on monday we all had this meeting but it was like a weird no one was really in the office yeah but like i ha- actually had a lot of people from my office in the office but like my office shares with other offices yeah i'm saying office a lot but that yeah it was like no one none of these other offices were in but my office was it was like everybody we like were closed on monday but we had to either take it without pay or use a vacation day mm. and like we were told to get everything done before the break and we finished that all on wednesday and you know i'm always off on fridays so we finished everything on Wednesday. So we we're just like, Hey, can we have Thursday? Yeah. And we we're like, if everything's done. Yeah. And I was like, bet. Nice. I love that. Well, I, the reason I brought up the camp one and Kiki auditions was because I wanted to talk about the announcement that they are opening uh, applications for season six. Yes. I will say I was a little like, come on season six. We're doing season six. There's Come five. on, season six. Let's get, get sickening. sickening. But there's already been five seasons that you could have done an all stars with, you know? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So give me some more. Yeah, I would. I mean, I don't know. I think that there are some people in this world who would like to want a Kiki a little bit more. I only want all stars if it has all the facial haired entertainers on it. Oh, so am I out? You don't want me? I mean, you've got a beard. 
Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's intentional. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it, so the deadline for that is July 15th, yes. I believe. And I put my, I don't know, for anyone who wants to audition, I've had a few people in my DMs, but if you want to do that, I'm happy to like look over it, provide any advice that I can. Um, I posted my Camp Wanakiki uh, audition video. I made it public on YouTube. So if you want to go watch one that... That works. Hey, go go see what I did. What you like, what you don't like. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited to see what we get for season six. But damn it, Janet, I want to see some of these old people come back. You yeah. know, like, bring me Diana Fire, bring me Bellinian, right. bring me Lily Saint Queer. <laughs> I was watching season one, and it, I like had some some real nostalgia that I didn't realize I had. You know, like yeah. Uh, uh, what what is oh god what's her name is the jj snapping turtle you know she's so fucking funny she doesn't even do drag anymore no does she? she doesn't it's a it's a damn shame but i think that they should offer her one zillion dollars to come out of retirement to make a cameo on a show on the episode because she is an icon truly like i think that she like she made season one you know what i mean well, so did the winner that doesn't acknowledge the show anymore she acknowledges the show does she yeah she went do on you watch imho well I don't, but she did go on Hillary's podcast to complain about Camp Wanakiki with some other people. Yeah. <laughs> Although she was very positive. She she when had a good thing to say about it. They always talk about it as like the show on IMHO, and it's usually never in a positive light. Oh, interesting. I want to know what, I want to know the behind the scenes tea. I wonder if it just has to do with, like, because there was a time when you, it was really unpopular to... um say that you liked Camp Wanakiki, like especially with the whole scandal of season three. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but people should audition for season six. Yes, they should audition for season six. And I also wanted to talk about the cult Wanakiki tr- controversy um, that Hillary posted about on YouTube. So for this episode that we're reviewing today, the bird watching episode, I did get to be the special guest. Yeehaw. Yeah, it was a fun episode, except for you stealing mine and Bonnie's jokes from the roast. Listen, I just got put on the spot for things, and uh, I had to, I had to take credit where credit was due. But I did credit y'all kind of by saying to go listen to our episodes so, right. <laughs> on this podcast. So, uh, yeah, um, I don't even remember what joke I stole of yours. What joke? I'd have to go back and rewatch, but I noticed it both times that I watched it. Weird. I don't even remember. It was something from the roast. Obviously, it's not anything that important because I've forgotten what it was. (laughs) Oh, the non-binary breakout star. Yes, that's that's what it was. Yeah, I did say that. Um, That's good because it's funny. It's true. But anyways, so Hillary made this video and she was asking like the community if they should keep making the Colt Wanakiki um, reviews. And if you're not familiar with what that is, that is a review show on YouTube done by Clinica and Hillary. And they bring in like a special guest each week. Some, usually someone from the show, um, and or who has been on camp on to, you know, rate each of the looks, talk about it. And, uh, Hillary said that she was getting a lot of hate for expressing her views and opinions on the show. And y'all, if that, if you're someone who's listening into this podcast and you're on this show, and you're on Camp Wanakiki, I, I think it's important to recognize the only thing worse than being talked about negatively is not being talked about at all. Yeah. And and in some of these episodes that we have coming up, I'm going to be talking negatively about be people. Talking. And like when you go on one of these shows, like myself included, you are 
putting yourself out there to be judged and critiqued by the world. Right. So and it's not like people are tagging you when they're talking negatively no. about you. Like you're, you're seeking it out. So the, in the conversations that are had, um, they're not coming from a place of hate. The reason this is happening is some of mine are, but <laughs> we can tell it's because we're, it's coming from a place where we want the show to be talked about and to be seen by more people because it's a good show. I was kind of see. living for bitchy Hillary. You were living for bitchery. Yeah. <laughs> bitchery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's fun. Um, but I, I can understand, you know, this thing that you put all your time and hard work into not being appreciated. I would so. live if I got on and Hillary was just reading me down. Oh, she's totally. If if Colt Wanakiki continues and you're on season six, then she is absolutely going to be getting some revenge for all the flops. <laughs> we I'd, gave her. I just sit there and cackle. <laughs> I would cackle. I'd find it entertaining. You're just going to get a zero amps out of camp for each one. Um, <laughs> Clinica will remember every look I've flopped of theirs, too. Well, you only flopped one, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. Which one did I flop? I don't Their, remember. Uh, Glow Party Challenge, I think. What did they even do for that? Oh, yeah. That one was worth the flop. Yeah, that, that, was, that one was a little bit of a flop. Sorry, Clinica. We love you so much. Um, okay. You want to get into this episode? Sure. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back talking about Camp Wanakiki episode, season five, episode three, bird watching. So we are talking about Camp Wanakiki season five, episode three, bird watching. And the first thing I want to say is that I think that I am the reason that this badge exists because when we were filming season four i suggested to them to do a bird watching badge i specifically said betty and cherry y'all should do a bird watching badge that was my favorite badge when i was in scouts and they were like hmm you're the third person to claim to be the inspiration i may be the third person to claim but i think i'm the only one of these who like claimers who uh, actually, Claimers. I'm the only one here. Claimer, but I barely. I'm the only one who like said, "Hey, you should do a bird watching badge." The other ones were like, "I was a bird on a talent show stage." You know what I mean? Yeah. So, suck yeah. on that, bitch. <laughs> I think that was specifically targeted at Opal. Oh, not Opal. <laughs> but speaking of Opal, Cherry said one of her uh, Opal's most iconic lines at the beginning of this episode. Oh, there's bugs. I hate bugs. Because the episode started with Cherry looking at um, looking out into nature, saying she was appreciating nature, and then she swatted some bugs that were on her desk. Um, I'm enjoying these skits. Me too. I think the they're skits, really slang. Even last year were my least favorite part of the show. <laughs> I was like, cut the skits and give me more campers. But this season, they're entertaining. Yeah, I wonder if they hired a writer or something. I don't know, because they are... They're so campy, and I don't know. Like in season it's four, TV budget. Maybe, maybe they got a writer from from them. Um, on season four, I felt like it was always like Betty and Cherry say something stupid, and then we get a cut to someone from Drag Race on a, on the phone, and then the episode starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, it's nice to like have this cameo with someone who isn't going to talk to me, but like I would rather see something with Cherry and Betty, like really leading into the brand and that if, seems to especially if they expect these campers to be funny 
Yeah. I need them to be funny. I, that is so true. And honestly, this opening scene. So Cherry points out the window and we see Dee Dee getting spanked by Ranger Danger. The pearls <laughs> in her mouth is the best part. <laughs> yeah. The pearl necklace is acting as like a gag, a ball gag for her. And all the campers are lined up. What did you think of this? Um, I wanted to be Dee Dee. Oh, yeah. And Dee Dee, I think, was the perfect camper for it. You know, yeah. like no one else could have done that as well as she did. Um, but then Cherry says, uh, oh, like that. Uh, oh, Betty, look over there. And she look over there. Look over there. And she sees the birdhouses that are empty with some sad music. Um, and that is what inspired the daily camp activity, which was to build new birdhouses for the camp. Yes. So how do you think you would have done with building a birdhouse? I've built a birdhouse or two in my day. I did that really? in like the RAs as a child. Do you know what that is in the church? RAs? The Royal Ambassador. Oh, yeah. I was thinking like resident assistant in college. We did. <laughs> um, we built birdhouses and we made the little cars, the wooden cars. Oh, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinewood Derby. Just the little ones. Oh, not the big ones. Okay. Yeah. I did Pinewood Derby, but, and those were little, I don't know. Anyways. Yes. So you built a birdhouse and so you think you would do well? I think I could build a birdhouse. I know my way. I'm a little more butch than people think. (laughs) The mustache gives it away, honestly. And the threaded eyebrows. Uh, (laughs) So with this birdhouse thing, I mean, you know, you can't leave it to the camp on a kiki campers to do anything simple. They have to amp up their camp. And I think that they did that very, very well. Um, So tell the, what do you, what did you think about each of the birdhouses? Um, and did you have a favorite? So we had Jacqueline Muffy and Tara doing the pink cow because Tara's got the milkers. Um, Jacqueline was dressed like a cow and Muffy's was a cow. Is that what she said? Her favorite color was pink. Oh, I don't know. That's Canadian math. Um, (laughs) And they were doing the rich bitch um, birdhouse. And then you had Avery Riley and Girl Haggard doing the Rooster Project, which I thought was a fun play on the the Brewster Project. Yes. Because like anybody that knows RuPaul knows about the Brewster Project. (laughs) From uh, the little black girl from the... (laughs) Brewster Projects of Detroit, Michigan. Wait, do you listen to... <laughs> I forgot about that. Do you listen to Trixie and Katya's podcast? Yes. So you know about the whole... I like don't really listen, but I hear snippets sometimes. That and particular I know story about. where... like, I feel like I would do that, and I'm so glad like she experienced that so I can think about it. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, go listen to Bald and the Beautiful. But um, in a recent episode, uh, Trixie was talking about having a college gig, and she was supposed to walk out to host it. And the to, DJ... To like, call somebody on. Yeah, and the DJ asked like okay what do you want the, us to play and so she said supermodel by um, rupaul and you know it's a college gig so the lights go down like and all the college students are like listening and then all of a sudden it starts with once upon a time there was a little black girl in the brewster projects of detroit michigan and out walks trixie mattel <laughs> <laughs> which is like an easy thing to like for like I forget that that's at the beginning of that sometimes myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so we had the Rooster Project, Birdhouse, and then... Rita Taro, Rita, Rita Taro, Texas, at Miss Texas 1988, and Dee Dee Comes Well did the Camp Wanakiki logo, 
Which is just a bunch of kissing ass to me. That was my least favorite. Uh, it was your least favorite? Yeah. Well, okay. I, I felt that way at first. And it, honestly, when they were describing it, I was like, this is the most boring thing I've ever heard of. It looked good. But it looked amazing. And I thought it was funny. It had reveals. Like the best little cum dump in Texas. Is that what it said? Something like that. I didn't like it. I mean, I liked it, but I don't like the brown nosing. You don't? No. I, I feel like you put brown on your um, nose all the time. Well. Here and there. I make sure it's washed before <laughs> I put my nose up an ass. Oh, oh God. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, which one would... Okay. We also get to meet our guest judge for this week. Um, and it was Utica from Drag Race Season 13. What did you think? I was so surprised to see Utica there, but I like don't know why I was surprised to see Utica because this show seems very up Utica's alley as far as like kooky, campy, wacky, wackadoodle yeah Utica's kind of like this I mean it's kind of the same with Dita Ritz like what connection did she really have with yeah. camp to be on the show um, but I think Utica is aesthetically campy and she's at least kooky she acts uh, but campy I just don't think I don't, I don't know I found she her, was just very soft I found it to be a little strange <laughs> she, was just, <laughs> she was just very soft spoken like yeah I wish that they had had her do something a little different yeah, I, I just feel like talking is not her strong suit. You know what I mean? Yeah, give me and, something where she can react, and that's not something I'm always a big fan of. You know, like I, like you got to be able to talk. And I, I wanted her to speak more. Um, and anyways, I I do I did think that when they were building the birdhouses, like something I really liked on season three when they built the fire, um, yeah, the f- fire sheds was that they got to have like more real conversations. Like I remember America powers talking about how she like, I think either worked in construction or her, or she had, she was able to talk to her dad about being queer. And oh, so she was Lucy LaDuca. Yeah. She was Lucy LaDuca she powers. Was the original Lucy LaDuca. Let loose. Um, yeah, but I, I, there was some, some kind of conversation like that. Sorry if I'm butchering it, but yeah, you know, we got to like learn a little bit more about the campers and it felt a little more real. Um, but maybe that's just the tone of what Camp Wanakiki is and how it's evolved since season three. I want to get to know these people. I'm tired of characters all the time. Yeah. I, I, I think you gotta have, have to fi- have to find a way to care about these people because yeah. I, I don't really care <laughs> that they're right. building birdhouses or whatever they're doing, you know? Um, unless they make it really funny, like the rooster projects. Like I didn't love, love this daily camp activity personally. Mm. I liked that we were at least like joining them on the adventure of what they were doing. Like getting to see the creative process behind building it. Um, I'm going to be real honest so far. I've loved all of season four's daily camp activities so much better than season five. Oh really? Yeah. Well, thank you. I wish I could take any credit for it, but I can't. They were just more entertaining. Maybe it was like... I think that season... It could have also been the personalities. That's what I think it is. Like, I feel like on season four, all of us... I feel like our characters were just so distinct. Um, or are they more distinct than what we're getting. Like, whereas on season you said five... season four, they were distinct. And on season five, they stink. <laughs> they don't stink. But, like, I, I, I don't know. On season five, like... Like, I just think about Coleslaw. She was so, so wacky, like, all the time. Right. And then you had Hillary, who was, you know, the middle-aged, uh, or a preteen girl in a middle-aged woman's body. And Clinica was always doing something weird with her body. I was the southern one. Deja was always hilarious, you know. I, and Paula was always, how you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Opal was, Opal. Um, <laughs> out early. <laughs> oh, bless her heart. Um, 
but no, Opal's just so funny and iconic in her own right. Like I can never, anyways. So I don't know. I just feel like season five, like we, we don't get as much of the, we don't get to learn as much about each camper's character. Yeah. The most I get from Tara and he says my hole, my hole. There's yeah. something in my hole. <laughs> and like, I love Tara. I'm just like, same. I feel like I need them to like, let the campers show more. Well, you know what I think we should Tara? card into this talent show okay it's the birds of a feather talent show okay so to kick things off um let's just jump right in so we're gonna be fawning and flopping each of these talent show looks and performances as a friendly reminder if it is your first time listening to flapping and fawning we have a very sophisticated system for saying whether we like or dislike something if we like it it's a fawn if we don't like it it's a flop and if it's the best thing we've ever seen it's a Fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. All right, let's hit it, Toots. So what did you think? How would you describe the Sugar Bakers look here? They are in like a matching like pink and peacock Yeah, it's feathers. like peacock feathers, which is, you know, it's bad luck to wear peacock yeah. feathers on stage. It's very bad luck. I, um, so they're wearing like matching little 60s kind of traditional yeah. Sugar Baker silhouette. Um, That's also bad luck. And they, and they are just wearing like a different color shirt underneath. One has pink, one has purple. Ugh, with a little look, with their f- little fascinators on their head, and green. And Utica comes out in green with her ostrich feathers, feather in the cap, and on her sleeves and on the bottom of her dress. Um, I wish that Utica had like had at least two outfits for us to see. I don't, I don't know. I feel like we just saw her in the same thing. <laughs> Did Dita Ritz have two outfits? Yeah. She stunted on these horse. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I'll be honest. I, I'm not as crazy about these looks as others. These are the worst sugar booger looks so far. Booger shaker looks. Um, I think I'm going to flop it. Same. (laughs) Sorry, booger shakers. Or wait, who are they? Sugar bakers, sugar boogers. One of them. Um, Sugar boomers. The sugar boomers. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my, my reference just froze. So can, why don't you describe the first talent show look for and us? And first up to the talent show, we have Rita Tarot. And I didn't see that coming. She is shooting the bird. <gasps> That's offensive. I know. That poor bird. Um, As someone that has been shot at, I feel bad for that bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm about to say, I... I, I remember being a little unhinged when I was doing, because I was drinking a lot when I was recording Colt Wanakiki. So I'm interested to see if my opinions will be the same for all these looks. Um, She's like giving like some like 80s fantasy at the top of the outfit. The top of the outfit's really cute with a like gold jacket. Yeah. And then the bottom is pictures I, of all her friends. I like the top of the outfit. I like the jewelry. Love the jewelry. That's my favorite thing. Um, the hair is fine. I hate the bottom of the outfit. And the thing is, the bottom of the outfit is like the statement and is like part of why the whole thing is. Like there's pictures that are missing on it. And like there's t- parts where the same exact p- picture is literally right next to each other. I've heard behind behind the scenes tea on that. Um, so I would like try not to critique her too hard on the 
photos falling off because apparently right before she went on stage, one of the members of production like ran into her and knocked a bunch of the photos off. Well, then they should have fixed it for her before she went on or she should construct the garment better. Well, fair, but yeah, also that that's what I heard happen. So I would, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm remembering that aspect. I don't care. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Either the garment should be constructed better or since production is the one that fucked it up, if that's the case, production should have allowed time for that to be fixed. Yeah, fair. Um, But that doesn't change the fact that I still don't like the bottom. Okay. Even if those pictures were there, I still wouldn't like it because there's parts where the same exact picture is right next to each other. Why? Hmm. And it just... I wish that the pictures were kind of laid in a more flattering shape rather than just like straight lines down almost like if they would have been like brick laid it would have been cuter i yeah i never really know how to feel about like looks like that when you use like a bunch of photos like i remember simone did something like that and i i wasn't really crazy about it i loved simone it's just hard to see the details of it in my opinion it's hard to see the pictures unless you're up close on it and it's just like I don't, it doesn't feel like there's thought and intention behind how they are put on the skirt. Okay. So even though like for me, the top half of this garment is a fawn, the bottom half is a flop. And because that's kind of where the majority of the concept is, I think I have to flop it overall. Oh shit. Okay. Um, yeah. So for Rita, I, I think I, I'm not crazy about this because it's kind of one of those situations where you think, with such an open mind and you think so you try so hard to think outside the box that your brain falls out. I love the you concept. Know, I, I, I just, I don't know. It doesn't like scream bird to me, but I yeah. get what you're doing. Like the flipping the bird. So I, I, the custom jewelry really sets it apart for me. Like I love the fact that she, that is so campy to me. Yeah. And so cunty that she got like these middle finger oh, yeah, earrings and rings. So that's a fawn for me. Although I do think there are some issues with the look of it overall. Uh, that's what I, it's, it's a fawn. Um, okay, and we should definitely speed this up. <laughs> and next up, we have Beauty Comes Well as Marilyn Monroe <laughs> coming out in just a simple, basic ass Marilyn Monroe <laughs> cosplay with um, a crow mask and some black tights and some crow's feet. <laughs> Not the crow's feet. Um, this dress looks cheap. I, I didn't even notice that. I don't know. I, I'm not I, crazy about this look. Oh, I, sorry, I don't like this look. I, yeah. I d- flop. It's it, Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a flop for me as well. I, I don't really, I don't fully understand what's going on. And I think if like, I get, you have this opportunity at Camp on Kiki to tell a story like as a voiceover, but if I don't know, like just seeing this, I didn't get it. And then I didn't understand fully why the, why the bird or the wings were, your arms were attached to the, skirt i just think there's other directions you could have gone that would have made more sense with this concept so sorry that's a this is what episode number are we on for this this is three three so episode one she did the ice cream look episode two she did the gumball so episode three she did this she does something in this that i'll probably touch on in one of the future episodes because spoiler alert we've already seen it um yeah we're a little behind but where it's so close to cosplay and I know how the sugar boogers feel about cosplay, oh, cosplay? because I don't even think it's cosplay. I just, I, I don't know. Marilyn Monroe's a person. Like I guess you, you could can cosplay, cosplay a, person. a person, but because okay. this is from a specific movie. 
I just think she could have done <clears throat> something that was more surprising. Like, like at the very least, like the the maybe this the skirt. was surprising, but not in a good way. <laughs> maybe the the skirt could have been pulled up in a way that mimicked like a bird nest. Like yeah. I think that would have been cool. Maybe I didn't even like the concept. I like, um, yeah. fundamentally, I didn't even like the concept. With Rita's, I really liked the concept, and I like the top up. I don't really. Yeah. Sorry, I don't like this. I'm gonna stop beating this dead crow and Same. move on. Sorry, it's a flop for both of us. Um. And fortunately, we're being delivered in this next one with a stork. With Jacqueline Jill. Jacqueline Jill. I love this concept. <laughs> yeah. I am obsessed with this concept. <laughs> yeah. I love the shoes. It was the only one that made me like actually yeah. laugh. Like, I remember watching it and being like, ah! Because at first I was like, oh, God. And then, and I, then it was funny. I really loved Ruthie. I really laughed and like the performance of it was great. Yes, there are some problems with the white tool showing the black garment underneath. I think if she had done a different color base garment to this, it would not have been yeah, so bad. Yeah, I, I think or she just sh- more tool. She should have used feathers. I think that would have I think tool changed. would have been fine if she just had a different base garment. Yeah, something about it didn't quite work, but I, I get what she's doing, you know? It's not it's not like the Yeah. It's not like I don't understand. I just I just don't think it looks very well executed. I think there are worse things here. Yeah. I, I, honestly because it made me laugh, I am giving it a light fawn. I agree. So that's two fawns for Jacqueline Jill. And like it's just such a good concept. Yeah, it's a great concept. I, 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 a stork would not be the first bird I thought of. So that's that's fun. I do wish she kind of. I, I wish she carried the something in her beak, though. You know. Oh, that would have been cute. Mm-hmm. I think that would have helped her case. Next up, we have Girl Haggard, who is Lesbian, the lesbian hen. What'd you think? Um, this is my favorite girl look so far. Yeah, I really like this one. Um, I really like this girl look. I don't like love it, love it because like the beak is like so bent out of shape. Yeah, I don't know why it's bent, but I do like that she she did more than other people yes. who had this cheap ass beak. Absolutely, like the nose ring, the embellishment to the beak, great. This is my favorite girl look. I don't understand what she's holding. I don't either. It's like a blue thing. I think it's this flicker. F L K R. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is it a dove? I don't know. She's a hen. I think I might give this a light fawn. I like the styling of it. Yeah, I, I, it's, I like the look. I, I'm going to give it a fawn. Yeah. A fawn. Two fawns for girl as the lesbian. But I think, okay, they, they cut this out of Colt Wanakiki, so I want to say it. I think that this would have been more successful if she had, like, butched it up in a, a cartoonish butch lesbian way you know what i yeah. mean like like if this is like the what's her face from orange is the new black cartoon character daddy, you know like show me a yeah i think it would have been more obvious um that way uh, i think that would have helped but I, I think it's cool overall she she looks just more like a punk rock hen i love know? the hair yeah the hair is fun um anyways next up we have tara newhole getting new holes torn in her dress what do you think of this look this is my favorite Tara look so far. Oh, same. Absolutely. The construction of this is great. Yep. Um, my critique is going to be, I don't, I wish there was a little more dimension in the blood rather than it just looking like 
it was colored with like a marker or something like that. Hmm. Okay. It's just so one dimensional and like a blood stain is going to be more than one dimensional. Even if she just like rhinestoned it a little bit Fair. and like the poop just looked kind of like white out was scribbled on it mm. because there's so much good attention to detail in this. I was, I almost wish that I wouldn't have been there over it, be there and be what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I also don't really see her like I, I guess the blood doesn't make as much sense to me because it looks more like rather than she's getting attacked, like her garment is getting attacked. So I don't know. I guess Which, that's like a good the, point. What, the blood that. on the titty makes sense because the bird's like biting. Oh, into that the is titty. a bird right there. Sorry, my eyes are playing tricks on me. I didn't see it. Um, that makes sense. And like I get the poop, but like totally, I wouldn't know that it was poop if I didn't see the birds. Fair. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's great. This it, is a fawn. This is my absolute favorite. And yeah, so it's a fawn for um, fawn, but it is a fetch. Stop trying to make fetch me. happen. It's not going to happen. Um, okay. Well done, Tara. Like well deserved top placement this week. Next up, we have Riley Poirey. As the was he like a. Gangster, it was like a gangster chicken, chicken rooster. rooster. A ga- uh, yes, the the cock father. Yeah, I like it. I I I don't I don't like this one. I don't understand what's going on. Um, I liked it. I remember liking it when it came out. I, um, the things I like about it, I like that he did the chicken feathers on the top half so that it like Look gives him that feet. very chicken esque thing. I, I don't I know. I like the feet. To me, honestly, the, what, what takes it, there's two things I don't like about it. One, I didn't I didn't fully understand the Godfather-esque nest to it, like the mobster chicken thing. I didn't quite get that. And then, like, uh, just from looking at it. And then also, yeah. I thought, like, the shirt and the pants just didn't, they didn't feel dragged up to me. Um, it just felt like a lot of separates that didn't quite. The pants were stoned, were they not? They were, but th- that's, I don't know, it's just... It's it's just pants and a shirt, you know. Like I, it, it doesn't really go what beyond. Do you, what do you want a king to do? I would rather him. I, for me, the performance should have changed because yeah. I would have understood a lot further if the performance was different. I wish this was like a barbershop quartet. Sure. Or I would have liked if he had been in like a chair and like spun around. Like and they have they have chairs there, you know. Like, yeah. um, or you could have brought one. I mean, he's coming from Ohio. That's not that far. So I. Yeah, like a rolly chair where you could spin around, be like petting something, like just really lean into those Godfather references. I think that would have made more sense. But I didn't really follow what was going on. But I'm so glad he laid a fucking egg because that's what our dear sweet sister Opal Essence should have done last season. Um, but overall, I am going to flop this one. Um, it's just not the one for me. Sorry. I'm going to give it a light fawn. Oh, you're so nice. Okay. Well, I liked it. <laughs> Sorry that I'm not a Riley hater. We know you like dick. And actually, we need to take a little break. So we'll come right back and review the last three talent show looks in just a moment. And we are back talking about the birds of a feather runway. Cacao! And speaking of something from the sea life, our next bird eats sea life, and it and that's where it gets its color. Next up is Muffy Vanderbilt. I had no idea where you were going with that. I was like, what are you talking about the sea life? <laughs> because flamingos turn pink because they eat shrimp. 
Shrimp. Shrimp. Have you ever heard of a shrimp like in a sexual sense? Going shrimping where you eat toes? Eat toes? Shrimping is like when you like toes in the mouth. That's not what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I heard, and this was one of the like the things I heard when I was in high school, like one of those things that were like, you're gay. Have you heard of this? You know, like someone asked me if I had ever done a shrimpy and the answer to this question is no, but they told me that a shrimpy was when someone comes inside someone's ass and then I guess you would come inside someone else's ass and then you slurp out the cum with your mouth. I've never heard of that, but I've heard of shrimping being um, used for like toe nibbling. Have you done shrimping? Have you done a shrimpy? I've never done a shrimpy. Oh. Well, there's still time. <laughs> um, I did have some <laughs> shrimp scampi yesterday, though. Oh, some shrimp scampi. Yeah. Kind of like this, uh, kind of like your vagina. I don't know what we're talking about. Muffy Vanderbilt the <laughs> third uh, in her shrimp look. Not a shrimp. God damn <laughs> it. Flamingo. I like it. Um, I love the puppet. Yeah, I think the puppet Everybody is very funny puppets. and campy. I th- it's very Vegas showgirl to me. Um, I will say that I, I I feel like I have seen this kind of a concept before, but I, I think that she Where? did it very well. The first one that comes to my mind is Twink Trash. That was actually the look that introduced me to Twink Trash. Do you know who Twink Trash is? I know that most Twinks are trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, Twink Trash is this phenomenal drag artist. They were in Alaska's pageant. And the look that introduced me to them was they did this really cool flamingo thing with like their arm being oh. the head. And it was like they also like blacked out other parts of their body. So you couldn't really... Oh. tell that they were human. so they did blackface no it wasn't blackface it was more like black arm and a black leg <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> um, but still that, that that was where my mind goes to but this particular the, execution is done very well the only thing that i had to reference that was similar to this is i think it was patty bourree that did the giraffe was it patty oh yeah yeah with the the, mm-hmm, the, giraffe, the giraffe arm that's the only thing that i've seen remotely similar to this patty's so wonderful uh, okay but Your we're talking about National, Miss, National comedy Miss Comedy Queen. My queen. Um, okay, so fawn or flop for the pigeon or whatever. The, oh, the flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> They're all birds. They're all birds, damn it. Um, this is a fawn. I love this. Yeah, it's a fawn for me too. This is, this is absolutely stunning. The puppet. The puppet is so good. Also, I don't think I've heard anyone talk about the asymmetrical like skirt with the feathers. That's really impressive. That's, that's got to be hard to make. It's like one of those things too, like the feathers that this skirt is made out of is usually a feather that i don't like however for a flamingo look it, made it a lot is of sense. so perfect i wonder how she stores all her drag like i don't know she's got so many amazing costumes okay how did, she, how did she come to camp with all of her outfits i don't know okay so we fawned muffy what about avery good name how would you describe this look she is a big old mama bird she doesn't have no big mama bird titties but she got two big mama bird chicks <laughs> yes <laughs> um she's picking up chicks today uh yeah this was fun so it's like two little pu- she's like in the nest and i like that the her legs were the um tree trunks tree trunk yeah that could be confused for with the character from adventure time i'm the elephant oh the elephant yes i so okay i i don't know how i feel about this look every time i think about it like initially when i see it from far away i love it but then when i get up close i'm like i feel like there's some details that could be better um overall i really like it because i think this concept is just really cool um but like i I wish that like the like you can see like some of her natural skin like where the headpiece is and i I, well it might have rubbed off 
The headpiece might have rubbed it off. Yeah, that's possible. But um, I'm giving it a fawn. I don't have any it, notes. Yeah, no, it's a it's a fawn for me as well. I'm um, not gonna be the nitpicky one on this one. <laughs> Just call me <laughs> Flapjack Cherry Pie. <laughs> uh, okay, next we have Miss Texas 1988. Okay, Wait. this is a scarecrow look. Ah, this is my favorite look. Yeah, I really like this one. This one's spooky. my favorite. It's, dra- it's like Dracula. Yeah. I mean, we know that I like a spooky something. Mm-hmm. This one's my favorite. And then like the like. She did a shrimpy on her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> when the bird poop squirted out of her shoulder. That was really cool. She loves just like putting things in her mouth. Yeah. Um, th- no, I think this one is really, really cool. Uh, I don't really know what else to say about it. Yeah, because it's, it's just so good. Because the concept is what? Like the, the, the crows took over the scarecrow yeah. and now they're like. Puppeting, puppeting it. She's so dark and twisted, and I love it. Yeah, same. Um, th- this one is also a fawn for me. Yeah, actually, no. <gasps> oh, it's, it's a fetch. Moment. It's a fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Congratulations, Miss Texas, nineteen eighty-eight. You got a fetch from fawn and a fawn from me. Um, okay, now I did want to mention, I don't think we should do this for every episode, but I did just want to mention that as each episode is coming out, you can see the hiker looks um, for every single hiker. You, the, They were still at the camp, so they did like a photo shoot in their photos or in their looks, so you can still see them, and you can even see the full talent show on the YouTube membership page. Um, so why don't we talk about Dixie Crystal's look? Yes. Uh, so how would you describe this one? She is wearing a big old top hat with a, it almost gives me like ringmaster vibes. Right. But a flamingo. I Yeah. I really like this. I would yeah. wear this in a heartbeat. It is so cute. Um, it's just bright pink. I could see flap in this. It's, it's very, it's a very me look, I think. Um, yeah. Like the pants and then the, like the, uh, what do you call that? Like the skirt on the back. Um, so yeah, that, that one is a big fawn for me. Same. Nice. Well done, Dixie Crystals. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else you do um, with the other hiker looks as they come out each week. Okay. So now we get into the rec room and the judging. Um, so was there anything that really stuck out to you for the rec room on this episode? I don't think so. Yeah. It, I don't know. There wasn't anything too, too much that stood out to me. I mean, Utica came and visited, but... I don't know. It just didn't really seem like much. She gave some encouraging words, but that was it. Um, and Riley and girl expressed that they were nervous about being in the bottom, um, which turned out to be true. Unfortunately for Riley, at least um, we get, we hear the judging and we go to the results. Um, we find out that the tops for the week were Avery and Tara safe were Rita, Didi, Miss Texas, Muffy and girl. And our bottom two were Riley, Poppy seed and Jacqueline Jill. I agree with the top two. I also agreed with the top two. Um, and I was happy to see Avery win. Uh, yes. So Avery was the winner of this episode. Congrats to Avery. Um, but we also found out that the for the daily camp activity, we found out which birdhouse won, and the win went to Rita, Texas, and Didi's team, which was the best little come coven in Texas, the one with the camp on a Kiki logo. And they won a whopping nothing. nothing. I thought you were about to do applause. <laughs> yeah, applause. My team at least won a candle on the puppet challenge. Come on, come on, sugar bakers. I couldn't get something for them. 
I mean, hell, I could have given them a guest spot on the podcast or something. Um, what? But still, they are happy that um, they won, and we get to our bottom two, Riley and Jacqueline, and it turns out that Jacqueline Jill is going to be the one taking a hike. So, did you agree with this decision? No. Yeah, I, didn't I mean, out of the bottom two, yes. Out of the, I, yeah, out of the bottom two, yes. But I did not think that Jacqueline deserved to be in the bottom. Agreed. I thought, I thought Dee Dee should have been in her place for this one. Uh, I just really did not get that crow look at all. Yeah. Um, but I thought that, I don't know, Jacqueline has been such a light on the season. I'm sad to see her go. Same. I She's one I, I did not expect to to like as much as I did, you know? And I, I don't know if that she sounds really shitty. She really grew on me. Yeah, she grew on me too, just like that fungus. And uh, she I, I, she was always so quick-witted. She was doing really funny stuff, like in the when they were building the birdhouse, like drawing uh, like Ranger Danger on the sketch, you yeah. know, and when she was supposed to be taking notes. So I'm sad to see her go. Um, and, you know, as she was taking her hike, she was wearing her Camp Kiki shirt backwards, which I think was just another way that she's just that goofy, ridiculous yeah. Jacqueline Jill. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else for, Oh, we, I think we're, um, getting a, a call. Uh, I, I think we have something that a camper wants to say. And we are back with our exclusive camper call for episode three of season five of camp Wanakiki with miss Texas, 1988. Uh, I have to say really quick, uh, fawn, I, um, am constantly fawning over your mustache. Really <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Well, okay. So in this episode, we saw Dee Dee living up to her name in a moment with Ranger Danger that was rather heated. So I'm curious, did anyone else on your cast get lucky with Ranger Danger? I mean, that that Dee Dee shot really... Whew, that that was, was a lot, Robin. <laughs> uh, the, the campfire was stoked. <laughs> I mean, when we had Ranger Danger on the pod, he did say he got up close and personal to those pants. So now we oh, know he what he did, meant, didn't he? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my um, God. But uh, as you saw later in the uh, season, we had, uh, or in that episode, we had an extremely sapphic group of campers. So you know, our little, little uh, cum coven, I think, was a perfect lesbian <laughs> trio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god um but yeah no yeah otherwise i think we were all like mr danger you know you you hot little man but i claimed by the sugar bakers clearly yeah. <laughs> oh really were they keeping a tight <laughs> leash on him yeah. oh yeah well yeah they just you know they, they they've got some fun shots that i don't even going back to that that rope swing you know, mm. I think they all had a great time together. <laughs> <laughs> Lily ruined them for everyone else. <laughs> so how did you feel about not winning anything for the birdhouse challenge? Oh, that's, yeah, that is my, I guess if I have any like little behind the scenes, I, I um, was, um, cause our birdhouse um, won. But, um, yeah, for me, for my look, I love, I actually just before this, um, had therapy <laughs> and was like talking about how I was anxious to see this episode because I knew that, um, I was safe, but, um, I, I you know, they, there's deliberations that happen that we don't know until the episode airs. So I was like, what are they going to say? <laughs> like, what if I, 
a bad job and I just don't know. Um, but they were very kind. Uh, it just gave me, you know, so I'm, I'm happy that I got a lot of good feedback. I did ask them at camp because I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, my head is in the game. What, what, why was this a safe look and not a um, top look? Um, and they said my performance, which you don't really didn't get to see a lot in the episode, was just a little scary, <laughs> a little Dracula. Um, yeah, and I, I did walk out there being creepy. <laughs> I did notice it had a very different tone than like the average Camp Wanakiki talent show, but I thought mm-hmm. it was a very good performance. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I've noticed you like a little bit of the gore side of mm-hmm. things. And I yeah. love that personally. Like, I feel like you're able to do this alt, the alt drag that is also campy without having to say, I am your alt drag queen. You know what I mean? Like, we have a lot of yeah. this kind of like, I'm the spooky one. But like, or, but no, this happens every season, you know? And it's like, okay, well, it, are you really if you have to tell us? <laughs> so I, I appreciate that you like just kind of came out and did the damn thing. And it was really good. <laughs> and I got what you were going for immediately. I- um i also i what i did i was going to come out there and do a little more like chipper squawk squawking you know version but um i kind of i shifted how i would i thought like oh there's a lot of like you know funny campy ones for this one where people are going to go out and squawk um i should go out and diversify it and and then set myself apart by being creepy and then that i ended up um shooting myself in the foot hitting two birds with one stride. I don't know what the phrase is. <laughs> um, yeah, it backfired a little bit. Yeah. Just like the geysering out of my little bird. I don't know. I wouldn't but beat I was, yourself up too much for it though because yeah. it was it was very good and like sometimes they just need someone else to be in the top. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it'd be a boring season if if the same person was in the top every single episode, I mean, except for Clinica apparently and or Avery so far or Avery so far, <laughs> but I mean, this was still excellent. So like, I, I think that and that's the thing. Yeah. I never, you know, when, if, you know, I never say that, you know, I'm not saying that to be like, but I didn't think the top, you know, the top looks were, you know, Avery is a genius. I can't, mm-hmm. Oh my God. And that, yeah. And Tara is such a, like a comedic joy. Like both of those looks, um totally yeah had a, a spot in the top i just so i'm just like a little like um self-critical always want feedback i'm like okay well yeah. what, what, what was it what was you know so but yeah no i was very that is one of my um like i just love that look i really liked making it that was when i really had a lot of fun doing so it was awesome it was such a unique take compared to what a lot of people did mm-hmm. i i'm speaking of like unique things i don't know transition i am curious was dixie around for filming at all when y'all filmed I, this episode yeah so um i don't know how much am i allowed to like answer that <laughs> okay um I'll, yeah i'll say uh yes yeah for that yes um and it was oh god I, what i'll say is it was so immediately sad that Dixie had taken a hike. Like it just, like I said, we, we did, I think all walk into it with like a, Oh wow. There are a lot of really amazing drag artists here. We have so much like respect for each other's drag and to see someone who's so seasoned and I'm not calling her old by saying that she's like a polished tailored, like seasoned drag artist eliminated first was just 
shocking. <laughs> um, so if I, I take a hike first, yeah, it was shocking. Yeah. And um, yeah, so she was around and that, uh, what a, what a just lovely human being, um, lovely presence and, you know, took that uh, hike with stride and then just was immediately like kind of, yeah, just a lovely person. Okay. to be around and supportive so <laughs> i'm like getting like emotional it's hard it's hard watching that again it's you know watching jacqueline you know it's just the whole time is going to be hard um for anytime you watch it going back to you know season one watching anybody take a hike is <laughs> just sad but there's also just a big yeah. difference of like having lived it you know like it, it's yeah. to be honest i can't watch the episode that i got eliminated on like i just i can't it, it, it that's how i go to sleep every night oh it is it you enjoy watching me take a hike <laughs> <laughs> no i but like like i i had so much pressure that i you know built this up to and um but now that i like i don't know if you feel the same way maybe me i know you it sounds like you're someone who's like kind of critical of yourself i very much identify with that and the whole time i was like oh my god i just think i'm gonna go and like not represent myself the way i want to but like watching back i felt like oh my god i'm actually pretty good like i'm, I'm pretty happy with how i did uh, have you had that experience i so you know you're getting my whole therapy session from earlier today <laughs> uh, i um I really thought like one or two things, one of two things would happen is that I would immediately have people start being critical of what I was bringing. Uh, and I was kind of prepared. You know, I do believe in this, like, like failure, like I'm doing it my way, but like, you know, um, but that doesn't, you know, not everybody gets that. Um, so sometimes I do get people who are critical of what I'm doing. Um, so I expected to see that online and I was ready to just like laugh it off and take it in stride. I really haven't seen a lot of that. And then my other, the other case scenario would be that I, you know, um, am getting a lot of like kind words and, and, and affirmations. And I was like, maybe that'll, um, calm my, uh, self-critical side. And it also hasn't. <laughs> I have to watch the thing. I'm like, yeah, I don't, yeah. One I thing, I'm just kind of like, I'm vibing. <laughs> yeah. One thing about the Dixie thing, I've heard from multiple, I've heard it from Flap, I've heard it from like just multiple campers about how close the campers are. And I, I can't help but think about like the fact that y'all, the campers stick around and are there. Y'all spend so much more time together. Y'all sleep in bunks together. Yeah. And how that's so much different than a show like Drag Race, where everybody is sequestered when they are not filming. So I like right. can't help but think that that helps tie y'all closer together than a show like Drag Race would. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You you um, when you actually get proximity to people while you're going through something that you just are emotions are so high. You're doing such rigorous physical activity. You do, it's just a natural team former and i don't just mean red team blue team but like you know yeah there people yeah <laughs> like pack survival mechanism <laughs> kicks in where you just yeah i don't know if that is yeah like that i'm sure i don't know how unique that is to our season but i think you, yeah i think you're right that like the you are yeah it camp what does feel like camp where you are like these are my fellow campers <laughs> not just you know my competitors right 
Well, so I know that our season, we were pretty close, um, pretty much all up until the finale aired. Um, but <laughs> like, I mean, so for a year, we were all like a, one big happy family in a group chat. And I mean, for the most part, we all still are. But I'm Flapjack cur- wants to know who's the who's the one that's the odd one out that's not being nice. <laughs> no, I want to know. Like, do y'all talk? Like, are y'all are y'all all friends? Like, what's the what's the tea? Yeah. We have a we have a whole old chat that we review and um, talk and yeah yeah we have a um, yeah I think everybody is just kind of on that chat and good we're pretty yeah I think supportive of each other and yeah. Good. I think that's a really we don't have a special thing to train have. Going. People like Facebook, I guess. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Do yeah. Y'all have, are you all? Are you all like on a? We're all on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah we all, all have an Instagram chat, and yeah, it, it's it, it's it's had some um, some growing pains uh, as season four aired, but I mean, for the most part, we're all we're all still pretty good, pretty close. Um, but yeah. I I don't know. I just wasn't because I know that for some other seasons, like they really don't talk and I, and so i'm glad that like for our seasons it sounds like you know everyone for the most part is good friends um because i think i think that we need it to get through what is camp want to kill me okay <laughs> and for the last question i have to know what was it like meeting utica at camp oh well so i already yeah knew utica oh yes um minneapolis originally um queen who um yeah, and then uh, I hadn't met Utica in Minneapolis, but when I moved to Seattle, I kept an eye on the scene, and I saw Utica doing these, like, goofy, campy performances, so I reached out and was like, hey, like, <laughs> thank you for keeping Minneapolis weird. Yeah. Um, and then Utica came out with Jeb, uh, yeah, pre Grey Grace, and stayed with me and uh, performed here. And so, yeah, we knew each other from that. So when I turned around at camp and Utica was there, I was legitimately like, oh, my God! <laughs> it's my friend. Oh, my friend. Yeah. Oh, I um, love that. Yeah, so that was cool. And now it's kind of fun because I'm like, no, she knows everyone from camp. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that my my reaction was like a genuine like, oh, you're the guy. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got to meet her at the Austin International yeah. Drag Festival. An amazing entertainer, beautiful. But mm-hmm. she also does talk really quietly, like when you're talking to her. And I'm like, it's- what? <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> so funny because I, I have also seen her out of her shell where she's like a little um, human cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she, it was, yeah, it was cool to have somebody who I was like, oh, you actually like, I know you, you know me um, outside of the bubble of Camp Wanakiki to see what I was doing there. That was an interesting um, little mind trip, if anything. Yeah, I bet. All right. Well, I think that's everything for episode three. Is there anything we'd be remiss if you didn't tell us? Um, I yeah. I got I just tweet if any of the campers out there listen from from my season. I appreciate it. love y'all. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a. I think that that episode was a um a bit of a surprise twist. I think there was uh, some shakeups to what people were expecting. Um, that's my one other like. I don't think people thought. Yeah, it was a, like a first little like swerve in in what trajectory had kind of been laid out. Yeah, it's definitely a curveball. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so, not sure that I agree with everything, but we'll see. We'll see how things go. Yeah, my heart was yeah going out while Riley was getting 
Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I know I like that. Yeah. And that that outfit, I will, yeah, I will, I will say because I know one of the critiques was that that um, it didn't have like enough rhinestones, and I'm like, there were so many rhinestones, <laughs> there was, you know, mm, um, yeah. that yeah, so much on that outfit was done. So I just, yeah, that was watching that. I was like, friend, I my heart for you, and then of course, yeah, watching Jacqueline. Yeah, it's just gonna be a, in a I'm just defensive, <laughs> you know, I. I, I really do love um, uh, the Sugar Bakers and Ruthie, and so I'm not like eh, at them for, but I'm like, you know, they're my pa- my pals, <laughs> and I don't want them to be sad and watching them be sad on the uh, episode. Right. Really... Can't we all just win yeah. a free year of Hammer and Marys? That's that's really what we're yeah. for, right. All I'm right. a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much, Miss Texas 1988. You have been awesome. Thank you for giving us so much of your time. And best of luck on the season. We're rooting yes. for you. We'll see what happens. And that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at Flap and Fawn Pod. Oh, and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch. You can also connect with us via Gmail at flappingandfawningpod at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye. Ta-ta.